0: Hello, it's your good buddy steve from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our sponsors known as the uh, NerdBlock. Now, how do you get to NerdBlock, how we can get some stuff from NerdBlock? Well, this is what you do. You go to any one of the 4i Radio Facebook pages and you click on the Sign Up or Shop Now button at the top of that Facebook page. Boom, it will bring you to NerdBlock. Now Nerd Block is a monthly subscription block that you get every month. You pay a fee, you use those links, we get a little kickback. Now I know what you think. It's like, which one should I go for? I don't know what I like, Stevo. What do I like? Well, I'm gonna tell you. You got Nerd Block, which is just everything that nerds need. It's nerdgasm up the wazoo. Okay. Then you got Horror Block. So all you horror movie fans out there, everything that's horror, gory, bloody, disgusting, boom, it is in that block for you. Then you also have Arcade Block. One of my personal favorites for video games. I mean, right now I'm dropping down to the track of Chrono Trigger, one of my all-time favorite video games. Yeah, Arcade Blocks has everything. And with all these blocks, you get a, oh yeah, and there's Comic Block for comic book fans, and Sci-Fi Block if you're into Doctor Who. Like, there's so many different blocks. So go ahead, click on any one of our Facebook pages. You can go to Life is Shit. You can go to Arcade Bros. You can go to uh, Not Another B Horrorcast. I mean, you can go to the uh, Socially Awkward uh, show, Uh, facebook page click on that shop now sign up button boom brings you to the nerd block that you want we get a little bit of a kickback and you get this birthday present like every month dude so come on if you're not going to believe me you're not going to trust anybody you got to trust steve Steve steve-o steve-o knows and steve-o shows you on my instagram what all cool shit you could be getting every month so check out our sponsor nerd block Hello, this is Steve-O from Life is Shit, and you're listening to a brand new production on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve O
1: And I'm Anna.
0: And we are back with number episode forty eight, I believe. Yes, forty eight. Um, of yeah. course, uh, we yeah. You can find us on fourierradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Bloomberg Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Podcast Directory, and Player FM. Of course, we're brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And of course, you can go to the Sasquatch.net or the 4 radio.com. click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We get a little kickback if you do, and everybody is happy with all those ads out of the way, and with already the big ad, you probably listened to the beginning. Speaking of the ad in the beginning, before we dive into what we've been doing this week, Anna and I will talk about, actually, NerdBlock. Yes. Uh, NerdBlock, uh, I got mine, and I got hers. Uh, this month was Supernatural. So, I'm going to let Anna take over uh, to tell everybody what was inside, what were you most excited about, and these kids should probably definitely sign up for these uh, subscription blocks.
1: Heck yes. Well, I'll probably forget some things, so I'm sure you'll have to remind me, but um, they, uh, to start off with, they had, it's sort of like a pop vinyl type of thing, but it might be uh, at least I would call it kind of a pop vinyl. It actually looks more like it's sort of like a giant Lego guy. But it's of uh, Slimed Ray from Ghostbusters. So that was pretty cool. My favorite thing was a t-shirt, because, which is uh, freaking cool. Because I don't know if I've ever gotten a Nerd Block that hasn't had a t-shirt, which is great because I never go out and shop for anything anyways. So it's nice to have nerdy shirts. Um, and this, wa- uh, this month's was uh Treehouse of Horror Simpsons. So that was really cool. Um and it has like a bunch of different like it has uh Bart and Lisa, like the silhouettes in the treehouse and then like in the window it has a uh, Bart as from the as the Raven from whenever one of their first episodes that they did of Treehouse of Horror.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's a very, very... Well, technically a lot of them are from an, some of their early runs, I think, of the horror ones. The ones mm-hmm. that the most recent, I think, was The Witch of Marge is in the background.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a good episode, or a good show, uh, or a good... Uh, yeah, it was a good episode in general, but that's the only one I can remember from that specific episode right now. But anyways, um, also they had a little change purse that was an ear from the walking dead um and oh a print of scream uh like one side was the girl's face and the other side was the ghost mask and there was a knife coming that was coming down from the top I feel like I'm missing something. Uh
0: the um salt and pepper shakers.
1: Yes, that was actually that was my second favorite item. It was the uh, alien salt and pepper shakers. It was the little pod that was closed and then opened. The for eggs, salt and yes. yes. The
0: eggs, the xenomorph eggs, which is kinda of cool. So one's for salt, one's for pepper. And then there was also a small little mini journal uh you got from Beetlejuice, which is the uh,
1: the guide to the or the dead's
0: guide to the other side or something yeah dead's guide to the other side something like that um speaking of prints and everything that we are going to give away the print that was in the uh nerd block this month the scream one which we will take a picture post it on our instagram which will also go to our facebook and twitter uh when we finally get to 50 likes we will present the contest and basically all you have to do if you already like the page uh, you're already in one part of the running if you have a Twitter go ahead and follow us on Twitter then at Bhoracast. Uh And then uh, those are already two r- points in for the running for this uh, this little uh, cool um, uh, Print and there's also be a bonus item which I will not reveal you'll just get that secretly So when you do get that go ahead and tag us in that post and then do that But yes, we will have a contest running for that soon once we get to 50 likes So go ahead, tell your friends, get everybody out there, like the page. I mean, we get more than one likes, but then what we'll do is we'll drop that. um, Basically, actually, if you like the page and share the page, uh, then you also get some more points there to be in the running for uh, this stuff. And then we'll uh, drop the contest and uh, one of you lucky winners will win uh, some cool horror prizes from us this uh, coming towards the end of the year, probably. Because uh, we're, I don't know, we're, we got a few more to get to 50 likes, so I figure if we give away free shit, that might be uh, something. The final
1: push to get us to 50? Uh,
0: or, or more, uh, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully more people, and also Twitter followers, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, also, before we jump into the week, I wanted to touch upon this, because I just saw it on Facebook, um, a good friend of the show, Benjamin. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's been on 4 uh Socially Awkward a couple of times. Um, he just posted something on his facebook let me see if i can find that real quick there it is yes so he is doing something with halloween comic fest uh he's uh benjamin uh glendini uh at halloween comic fest Samurai comics phoenix it's going to be saturday october 29th 11 a.m to 5 p.m and horror print sales ten dollars each for one day so some of his prints he has is the uh the old classic monsters sitting around the um Uh, poker table table. uh he also has the new monsters around the poker table he also has the i actually have this print the uh my little army of darkness uh so my little ponies as ash and the army of darkness he also has a pennywise a beetlejuice and also i believe anna will probably be heading down this saturday to grab this is his uh sam yes from uh from yeah. So this will be, uh, so if you're listening to this, this is on Thursday. So if you live in the Phoenix, Arizona area, so if you go to Samurai Comics, just search for that to find it Saturday, October 10th, or not October 10th, October 29th, uh, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Horror print sale, uh, $10 one day only. So if you want to get some cool stuff and say hi, you can even, if you do go there, if you heard it from us and you do go down there, you can even be like, hey, we heard this on the B Horrorcast, because we are going to have Benjamin. On the podcast at some point. I know he just got busy with a few things. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely have him on and he's going to bring a few guests and we're going to have some cool uh, stories from them and whatnot. So without further ado, now people are like, is the show going to start? At least we actually hit them with some good horror news stuff in the beginning. Anna, how's your week been?
1: Uh, it's been pretty good. I would say it's been uneventful, but I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Well, besides the nerd block. Oh, I got the final pieces for my Halloween costume, which I will not announce what it is, but you people will see pictures of it because even though it's not horror-related, it is nerd-related.
0: So... Uh, yes, yeah, so I think what we're going to do is post the, uh, some of the photos on the B-Horrorcast uh, for Halloween on Halloween Day. So you get a chance to check out people's costumes and whatnot, so look forward to that. Again, if you want to follow us on Instagram as well, as at B-Horrorcast. So definitely check that out. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm trying to.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, if we see anyone who's got like a horror-themed uh, Halloween costume, we should probably see if we can get a picture and post it on the Facebook page.
0: Oh yeah, I was planning on uh, doing all that. So, or if we go to any Halloween parties and what's not this oh, uh, yeah. this coming uh, weekend.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, other than that, I can't really think of anything else that's been going on. Am I missing something about my own life that you're going to remind me about? <laughs> uh,
0: not that I know of. Okay. Um, I'm trying to stay out of your affairs.
1: I um, eh, don't blame you.
0: It's best to do that.
1: Um, But yeah, other than that, I got nothing. So what about you? How's your week been?
0: Uh, my week's been fine. Uh, got my, of course, Nerd Block today, got my Doctor Strange Marvel Core Box on t- Tuesday. Uh and then I think I talked about it last week. Yeah, or did I get a after I can't remember. I did get a loot crate. Uh, I posted that on our Instagram page as well. It was a horror theme loot crate, so it was some pretty cool stuff. Got a thing from I think I talked about this last week. Yeah, I can't remember when I got my loot crate. Anyways. Uh but yeah, if uh, go ahead and check out the Instagram picture. Uh nothing too eventful. It's been kind of a low key week. Um not too many podcasts this week. Um I probably won't have any good stories until tomorrow. Uh, or when you guys are listening to this today, because I'm t- uh, me and my co host from Life is Shit. Are hitting an event after work uh, that he invited me to should be pretty interesting. Get to see some engineering stuff. So if you want to know more about that, check out Life Is Shit every Monday on the 4i Radio Network. Yes, that's right. I plug my own shows now. Um, <laughs> it's the only way I can beat out uh, Power Rangers. I'm just kidding. You can't beat Power Rangers. No, no, one can. Uh, they just know what they're doing. They know they know how to do a podcast. They know how to find show notes and talk to people and get co-hosts and stuff. I need to just I need to just steal um, Eric Berry's brain for like a day and just figure out how he does everything. So then I can map it to my own stuff. Um, uh, this is actually, well, it's uh, well, I'll, I'll say it here, but uh, it's, I'll talk about it some, on Friday show for mm-hmm. Socially Awkward, uh, but I'm dropping it here. I checked with Matthew, and he's down for it. So I came up with an idea for next. We do, a, we do always do a Halloween special on Socially Awkward and stuff like that. Uh, we didn't really have anything for this year uh, for B-HorrorCast. I guess maybe next year we'll do a Halloween thing. I mean, we don't have anything cool. I uh, don't really know what to talk about. I mean, we do have our show notes as usual and whatnot in the movie we watch. But uh, speaking of which, getting back on track, I'm uh, high as a kite right now. So... <laughs> Um, I know that's the way everyone likes Steve. Is <coughs> yeah, Hi, that's Steve. pretty horrifying. Um.
1: Life is shit. Life oh. is shit. No,
0: uh, socially awkward. So next year for our Halloween spectacular or spooktacular, whatever you want to call it, I haven't even come up with a good name. I was I used spooktacular last year for it, and then I've been listening to an old po- uh, old shows of that, and they called their Halloween the spooktacular. So I might have to. I think that's
1: just a common thing. I know it's everything a common is a spooktacular thing. But, I,
0: but I, I know, but I should. I'm, I'm working on something creative or whatnot. I mean, I don't have to. I mean, we do have a, a good Halloween show coming up. With uh, I got a new game that's revealing that night and everything. I'm really promoting another podcast right now anyways back to the original story so next year if you're into this uh check a listen of this uh, socially awkward podcast but next halloween i'm decided to get a bunch of old guests back on maybe some new guests uh uh an epic (laughs) cast of a i'm going to be writing and putting together a mystery uh murder uh podcast that night so it'll be a two-hour show probably and everybody will have cards and parts and play on it, and uh, mystery will be afoot, and we'll go from there. So it's something I presented to Matthew, and he was like, yeah, I like this. Do this idea. So uh, that's why I gave it a year out, because I came up with it today, and our show would be this Friday. So it's like, <laughs> not going to be able to do that. Uh, oh, we, come
1: on. You can totally write a screenplay in a day.
0: We can. Uh, it's not going to be a screenplay. It's just going to be this little mystery. Okay, fine. You can mystery. write a play in a day. Uh. Anyways... Um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, so, right. uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, we'll still have a cool Halloween show for you guys this year, and then, yeah, so, on to our show, Not Another be Horrorcast. Now, this, uh, month, we, or this week, we watched, uh, the 2012, uh, classic, um, Cabin in the Woods, uh, I'll probably touch upon this with Anna uh, when we get down to our reviews and stuff like that because this was the movie she picked this week uh, looks yes. like you had something you want to say oh you're no just I'm just around,
1: fidgeting so. with my cord I'm sorry so continue
0: oh no you're good um, I just want to make sure I wasn't cutting you off or interrupting you because oh, you're like no, you're doing good. like the hand motion thing that uh, some people do when they're in the studio <laughs> um, but yeah so of course let's start off with our eerie news of the week It is time for Eerie News of the Week. Yes, so we are back with Eerie <laughs> News of the Week. Um, yeah, so we have a couple of stories or whatnot. Well, not a couple of stories. I found a shit ton of stories. Uh, but I'm going to start with this one because I want to get your opinion on this. Okay. Um, I don't like to get really too political on a lot of my podcasts, especially a horror podcast, because that's when people. Don't really want to hear, they just want to hear these cool different stories or upcoming news that they don't know about. But of course, uh, Knott's uh, Berry Farm uh, is a little museum amusement park. Uh, They do this thing during Halloween called, uh, you know, Knott's Scary Farm. Kind of creative, kind of not. But they had this thing, so they had this new uh, Fear VR. Uh, They had to close it down after complaints from a mental health. Advocate, mental health advocate. Now the thing I don't get is there's always these political things, and everyone's too, you know, like oh, I'm too uptight, or my skin isn't thick, and I've never been insulted in my entire life. Um, so basically, if somebody had a mentally handicap or mentally, you know, a mental, a mental illness. A mental yeah. illness, I should say. I shouldn't say mentally handicap. Uh, mental illness. Uh, and basically, what ended up happening is this VR takes place in a insane a, asylum, and that's like pretty much the person that's coming after you and this is a you know a mental patient and somebody got offended because somebody they knew or somebody that had had has mental you know uh problems medical condition uh they they they're all like but it's like you're you don't have it so how how do you know if it offends this person and stuff like that now Granted, yes, there's been a lot of things out there that deal with mental patients and movies and all this kind of stuff. You have to realize this is fantasy and all that kind of stuff. But the thing that I, I feel that I'm like, really? Like, is this what is this what we're coming to now? Because I'm worried. Because it's like, next Halloween, w- is anybody going to dress up? Or do you have to dress up as, like, a rainbow pony? Is that not going to be offensive? Like, we don't know what's going to be offensive No, a now. rainbow
1: pony will be offensive because then it seems like you're making fun of the gays. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so you can't dress up as that. So, exactly.
0: okay. But uh, I'm just saying, like, so... How do you feel about this kind of stuff and do you think it's really going to affect, you know, things in the future because we're everyone's really just like this offends me, this does this now, this does that now. And I just was like, you know, people go in here to escape their real lives and this VR thing is like a thing to escape from that world. And now you're just taking that away from like people?
1: I think it's complete bullshit. Honestly, I feel like that the people who are saying, oh, well, this is offensive to people who have mental illnesses are literally people that are sitting at home going like, I have no life or my life is shit. So therefore, I have to ruin everyone else's lives and pretend like I am important and pretend like I matter in the world and throw a hissy fit whenever anything happens that could possibly even remotely be construed as offensive, even though it's not meant to be. I'm going to take offense and ruin it for everyone, because everyone else should have to suffer. And quite honestly, fuck you people. I think you're fucking assholes, and I think you all just need to fucking grow a pair, or not, not grow a pair, but you really just need to be like, you know what, the world is not gonna end if someone gets offended, okay? Don't, no one gives a shit what you think. Like, if you don't think that you're going to enjoy it, don't fucking go. It's as simple as that. (laughs) Like, honestly, if you find something offensive, Either stop looking at it, turn away, just walk away, whatever. Don't ruin someone else's good time because you don't have thick skin and because you want to pretend like you're, you know, a good Samaritan and you're totally concerned about the position of what's going to happen with these people. No. Do you volunteer at a freaking mental hospital? You don't? Then shut the fuck up because you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. All right, that's my rant about it.
0: Well, that offends me, and uh, I don't like this, so this podcast is now canceled (laughs) until further notice. Well, I mean,
1: honestly, if you think about it, like, people make fun of people in the South all the time. They call them rednecks, they call them stupid, they're like, oh, yeah, they're just a bunch of dumbass hicks who are all racist and drink beer and shoot guns and blah, blah, blah. Wait,
0: that's a lifestyle? Right? I don't want to
1: do um, that. But, I mean, you don't see, like, all the people in the South getting offended about it. They just they take it with a grain of salt, they laugh it off, and they move
0: on. No, Anna, that's not true. They don't have computers down there or a thing called the Internet, so they don't know anything that's going on. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. Does that offend you?
1: Yeah, right. I, I can't oh, I'm wait. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, can I'm wait. actually
0: going to laugh so hard if I actually get... Uh, <laughs> tweets oh i would welcome from rednecks going like hey man we got we got tweeter and all that stuff we'll make a squeal." yeah it's spelled uh, tweeter tweeter <laughs> uh i'm just kidding everyone knows i'm joking that's the other thing i do i i, I yeah, always try you have I, to
1: take a fucking joke. yeah that's the thing
0: i go back and always try to apologize but i'm like everyone if you listen to any of my podcasts you can kind of figure out when i'm being serious when i'm being humorous when i'm being sarcastic so it's you know so again take it with a grain of salt yeah i i found it kind of stupid to me it's just like like, how many, how far do we have to go? I mean, I really am going to be so angry if someone comes over to my place and I'm playing a video game. So it's my place, my thing, my thing that I bought, and I'm playing it, and they're like, oh, this game offends me. It's like, then,
1: then get out of the fucking house.
0: Exactly. It's all like, I can't, it's, <laughs> what do you want from me? This, um, this is actually a thing that I will probably go on my rant. I'm very, actually, very disappointed. Um, I don't know how this will fucking work, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just pulled it up because of the, um, the article, I was like, "Fuck this," but I, then I, then you read the headline, you're kind of like, "Really?" So this is a petition uh, pushing uh, punishing college girls that bashed a puppy with a hammer until it died and smiled for photos. Uh, the petition. No, no, no. Find these girls and fucking arrest them. Why do we need a fucking petition for everything? Like, I want a petition to impeach some. I hate to break it to you. All your online petitions don't do shit. Yeah, right? They really don't. Do you know how many petitions I signed back in my youth thinking, like, things would actually work and stuff like that? I was trying to get Invader Zim to come back. Yeah, guess what? Petitions don't fucking work. You know how, know how people get shit back? Family Guy did it, they got cancelled twice, and then they, uh, they've they sold so many DVDs, and then Foxy goes, huh, let's bring it back. No, not any fucking petition you sent that people go, well... Turns out a million people want this back on the air. So we're going to listen. They don't give a shit. They want to know when they can sell time, uh, you know, for the airtime on this thing and what uh, people are going to throw money at them to we get a- ads on when these things air. So, yeah, this is just fucked up shit. So I believe these two girls are from fucking Russia. So, of course, out of fucking – usually I expect this from Germany, but looks like you guys take the fucking cake. Um, oh, yeah, here's their fucking – they still have the stupid petition bullshit crap thing. Um um, yeah,
1: and it looks like, I guess, they there's one point where they cut a cat in half with a knife as it has its internal organs removed. Another disturbing scene, a puppy is bashed over the head with a hammer and then hung and shot. So, I mean... It's bad enough that they were killing animals. It's even worse the way that they were doing it. Like, I mean, I'm not normally like an animal rights activist or something, but okay. this is beyond fucked
0: up. No, the problem is this. The fucked up thing with this too is like these girls literally went into an adoption agency for dogs, got a puppy, walked out with it with the intention of we're gonna murder this fucking thing. And it's like, okay, look, I have a cat and everything that, and I also this is this is my tolerization with uh, certain stuff, which I've. I've talked about before, and I, I am passionate about, but yeah, you fuck with an animal that can't defend itself uh, just for the fun of it, fuck you. Basically, people are glad that I don't have superpowers like Superman, because I would be fucking so many people up. And I say Superman, and not Batman, because I would be a badass Superman and just break people's necks all living on. And guess what? If that offends you, that's not your Superman, I'd break your fucking neck. So, because um, <laughs> guess what? I can hear it. With my super That's hearing. That's a good point. And anyone talk shit about me? You're fucking dead. But of that – we don't live in that world. But I say if you're going to do that, you're fucking – you're a coward. That's what you are. The same thing Who people who beat up kids, uh, do, you know, take advantage of kids and stuff of like that and people who beat up women. And I'm not even going to just say just those three things. Yeah, there are some women who have known to beat up men. Like anybody who's abusing somebody – you need to be dragged out to the street. And that's what I love. I'm saying you need to be dragged out to the street. So yeah, you're going to get punished the same way you've been punishing these people. And then you're going to have to bite the curb. And a bunch of people get to stomp on your fucking head until you're dead. That's that's to me is the only death for these kind of people. So this fucking petition, if it, unless it's them to get hung in public, go for it. But I'm pretty sure it's just to punish these girls, which will probably be maybe a few years in jail or something, which really kind of pisses me off because it's, it's an animal. That couldn't defend itself, and you torched it, did all the stuff to it, and then you're—it's not going to get tried the same way as a baby. So if the same thing happened to a baby, would completely different. Rules, regulations, everything would come down on this person. Uh, but an animal, on the other case, it would be like a fine or – and it just pisses me off with that because you're little that, – that would be like me going into an adoption agency, getting a baby with the intention of knowing that I'm coming home to dismember this thing.
1: Yeah, I kind of disagree with you on that one. I think that you do have jail time because if you like – You do, but it's not a lot. Animal abuse. Right, but if you, – I'm pretty sure you get more jail time for animal abuse than you do for rape so I think well, I mean I'm not I'm.
0: wait a minute so what if you rape the animal
1: then you're a fucking bestiality motherfucker and you should be dragged through the street until you're dead um
0: <laughs> okay I just didn't know if there was going to be like a shorter it's like well it was an animal so no I, two no, days I don't
1: I don't agree with self. I don't agree with animal abuse, I don't agree with child abuse, I don't agree with any type of abuse. I don't care how old someone is. I don't freaking care if they like unless it's literally like in the bedroom like consent type of like aggression like that is a different story, but if you literally like you walk in and like your wife doesn't have your the, your food ready and you smack her around like that's fucked up if your kid gets in your way and you kick them or shove them out of the way that's fucked up uh if your pet gets in the way and you kick them that's fucked up like it to me it's all the same range of fucked up I, and i feel like every like all of that like any type of brutality should get the same sentence and it shouldn't be any less for someone who beat up a 19 year old girl versus, like, a cat or versus a baby or whatever. Like, I feel like any type of, like... If you are literally beating someone who has no way of defending themselves, like, that's bullshit. I mean, it's different... Well... Let me specify, if it's a nineteen year old girl who has like mental is mentally handicapped and she's in a chair and she can't defend herself and you're beating her, that's the type of shit that I that that's the type of situation where the person is helpless, they can't do anything to defend themselves. Essentially, if they're mentally a two year old, I still would consider that technically like abuse of a two year old. Because it doesn't matter If they don't have the mental, I mean, it doesn't matter how old their body is. They still don't have that mental capability of defending themselves. And I feel like that kind of goes towards animals in a way because literally like a cat has claws, a dog has teeth and claws and that's it. They don't have any real way of defending themselves if a person starts beating on them because a person is like literally six feet taller than them. Like, they have no
0: way of... It's also the point that these animals, they trust you at a certain point. They're like, oh, I've been with humans before. This human is not going to hurt me. I've been, you know. Uh, But, yeah, I didn't want to spend too much time on this one. But, yeah, I think these girls... uh, I I, I I think it's bullshit. I I think it's dumb that they're doing this petition thing. Um, No, they fucking posted shit on Instagram and the internet. Hackers get on that, find out where they live, and fucking bring them out of the street and fucking destroy them. Because it's like... Uh, I hate when I see these stupid petition things. So I'm like, why aren't these girls getting punished? If yeah, it's not going to do anything. If they posted all their shit, then they should fucking just just track their shit.
1: And also, I have another random question. When is the last time a petition actually made a difference?
0: It, it doesn't. I mean, it didn't well, make any difference it, it,
1: for Wade, so why would it make any it, well, difference for
0: this? It's, it's an internet position. Now, okay, okay i got to say, okay, so I think the last... Maybe the last story, the first story and the last story are are bookends, I believe. But yeah, this uh, this week has been very heinous. Uh, this one I just put in the show notes, a 68-year-old grandma, dot, 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 fuck. Uh, basically a woman, a 60-year-old grandmother arrested after killing and eating 14 people. <laughs> um, Fuck. Uh, grandmother may have a funky snail uh, smell, and sure, but this can't be. Pretty annoying sometimes with... I think it's safe to say nobody really fears them. Old women are typically seen as being completely harmless, though a 68-year-old uh, Tarma, I think I'm going to pronounce her last name wrong, Samsova.
1: Samsonova.
0: Samsonova. Sounds like a luggage company. It um, does. <laughs> um, may forever change the way you view them. Uh, yeah, so it looks like, uh, as report to the UK Daily Star, the Russian grandmother, again, fucking out of Russia, um, a German, Russia, I mean Germany, get on that it's either Germany or Florida, not Russia Russia was like, Soviet Russia, nothing happens, except for stupid ass bitches and grandmas that eat your face, Um, was arrested this week for the murder of her 79 year old friend
1: yeah, that's the thing that stood out to me the most it's like, oh yeah, let's come over and have some tea, and now I'm gonna stab you in the face
0: yeah, caught, uh, caught thanks to CCTV footage that shows her hauling the elderly woman's Body parts around in a plastic bag at a nearby pond the re- the rest of the woman's corpse was soon to be located uh but the only story had just begun there the police uh raided uh sam zamova's uh, flat uh uncovering a series of uh uh diaries sorry i was like is that an l or an i diaries uh detailing un upward of 14 other murders and women uh, already dubbed uh the "Grand <laughs> granny
1: Granny Bellector. <laughs>
0: Granny Bolector, uh, by the media, did not just kill her victims, she chopped them into pieces and consumed them too. Uh, the Foreign Diaries recently, uh, the brutal murders, the man who remains, uh, who remains were found over a decade ago, even uh, her own husband, who went missing back in 2015 at the time, nobody suspected the 58-year-old woman was to blame for this Uh, this uh Let's see. I killed my uh, attendant, uh, Volda, cut him to pieces in the bathroom with a knife. Uh, put these pieces of his body in a plastic bag and threw them away. So, yeah, so she has it. So I'm going to be curious after all this is done. Do you think they're going to publish her diary? And I do see a movie coming along, and I think uh, I'm going to post my casting. Uh, of course, she probably won't do it. You'll probably have to find your generic old crazy woman. But if you want to make a Oscar-winning uh performance with it, I say you get Glenn Close.
1: That was my first thought, either her <laughs> or Meryl Streep.
0: No, fuck that. Okay, no. we're gonna go. We're gonna go serious. <laughs> All right. Serious Oscar pool. Uh, don't know what the movie will be called yet. I have to think about that. But fuck it, Betty White.
1: Oh hell yes, that would be a ma Oh holy crap! Wow. All right. Yep, Betty White. Well, either Betty White or Glenn Close because I feel like. Well, I feel like Betty White would be more like the C now. Like. <laughs> sort of side of it and I feel like Glenn Close would be a lot more like straight laced like very calm very unassuming no 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 and see then...
0: I can see uh, Betty White doing the whole like oh hello there like very the nice granny, very friendly. Yeah. and then just watching her switch, the, switch the that switch. like uh, just on a dime of just all like so, yeah, yeah, so we'll see if our prediction of this movie ever gets made or whatnot. But, yeah, so I will be posting all these stories again on the Facebook page, uh, you know, www.facebook.com backslash not another horrorcast. But, yeah, it's it's been a weird, messed-up thing. This one was actually uh, the story that Anna got sent to her by her mother. Um, <laughs> this is just freaking creepy. So giant spider carries mouse up fridge, gains Facebook fame. So uh, a spider, I, I know spiders do kill certain things. Yes. I never think that, but I didn't think that a spider uh, of that magnitude, uh, and then it's also like a mouse that's a pretty big size, if you haven't seen this online yet or whatnot. Um, A Hutzman spider, roughly the size of Chris Hensworth, was terrorized the uh, internet with its uh, feet of strength, carrying a mouse up a side of a refrigerator. Now, another thing I have to say with a refrigerator. Refrigerator is a very a slippery kind of surface to begin with. Uh, Yes, it's magnetized and everything like that, but I would assume like crawling up a wall or certain things. I I know it's a fucking spider and that, but still, (laughs) it's, uh, it's carrying a lot of a fucking vertical leap. Uh... This must be frightful. You mentioned this because there's two people at work so that one does not like spiders and one does not like m- mice. Mices. So yeah. I was like, this is just had to be a frightful thing for people to see that. Not like I hate mice and spiders rule. So this is awesome. Or like, oh my god, I hate spiders and but I but I hate mouses too. So I don't know how to feel for this thing right now. Uh, Oh, I think it's.
1: I thought it was kind of interesting watching the video again just now. I noticed that while you're watching the video, you can see like the spider's moving around, and you can see that the mouse's tail is completely stiff. So I'm pretty sure that the spider like paralyzed the mouse while he's trying to drag him up. Like it's just such like a creepy video, but it's so freaking cool. But yeah, it is huge. It is. Bigger than most of the camel spiders we have. Yeah, on this there. was
0: actually yeah, it was basically a large, uh, enormous uh, huntsman spider. So it's a, that's what it's called. Uh, dragged a mouse up the side of an icebox inside of home of Australia. So these things are in Australia, and that thing is pretty –
1: That does not surprise me because Australia is oh, just – Oh, Australia
0: just wants to kill you. I want to go there, but it, everything in Australia wants to – get. That should be yeah. the motto. All right, there, come back. Come to Australia. Everything wants to kill you, mate. Oh.
1: <laughs> Instead of a – Boy, uh, look
0: at the size of this spider. Yeah.
1: They don't have like their country bird. They have a country snake.
0: Uh um, it's right there yeah Hugh jackman freaking... is from uh, australia i'm here in the studio right mate yeah it's spider i want to fight one of those things in one of the wolverine movies because i thought the whole movie was gonna be shit anyways turned out it was origins don't watch it
1: um but i was gonna say um yeah freaking australia man like everything's trying to kill you including the octopi Even the octopi are poisonous. Like, how fucked up is that?
0: Australia. Everybody wants to kill you, including me, mates. Um,
1: Are you going to eat me too, or is that just your grandma?
0: You call that a knife? This is a knife, and now I'm going to eat your face.
1: (laughs) Australia. Everything (coughs) wants
0: to kill you have backstage cast, uh, and of course, <clears throat> without further ado, we do have uh, the creepy clown segment because creepy clowns are things. That it looks like clowns have spread, Anna. They have spread. But before uh. we dive into the creepy clown news, we have a song. Follow me. Catch me if you can. <laughs> 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 it's time for creepy clown news <laughs> you're gonna die <laughs> yes yeah, so a creepy clown spreads to quebec to the great white quebec. north to canada
1: why quebec damn it
0: damn killing, freaking clowns, clowns, freaking so.
1: killing the poor canadians they didn't do anything wrong all they did was give you maple syrup and bacon Bastards. Sorry. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so it started in the USS, but now has spread to Quebec. Uh, interesting. So uh, so basically, so um, Caroline St. Peary was at home in – I can't pronounce that uh, – one afternoon in August when her 11-year-old daughter came in tearing through the backyard in a panic. Her daughter swore she was being pursued by a clown, and she and her friend had been in a nearby park, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, so the clowns have been – uh, thing. But again, I look at this clown costume, like the picture they have up top, and it's all like I, – I don't – like we, we talked about this a little bit on last week's episode with the uh, clown lives matters, everything that. OK, like a real clown will put his makeup on. Like they're not wearing these freakish masks and stuff like that. Again, I think you people who keep doing these clown things, uh, I'm not going to feel sorry for you when they get the crap beat out of you because uh, most of these people are not threatening – I don't believe they're threatening. I think they're jumping in on you know the internet memeing and uh, trolling and everything like that. But uh, I have a feeling one of these people are going to get their, their crap beat out of them just because some, it's going to be a much bigger person and just be like, look, I'm not dealing with this crap right now, especially like there was a guy in London who he was trying to get home from the pub after buying some booze. He was on his way home, had some bottles with him, like, drinking, and he's, like, sees this creepy clown just in his way. He's like, I need to get down there, you know, kind of thing. And he literally he's, like, fuck it. And he literally finished his beer off and was like, hey, I'll go. And just started chasing after the clown, and the clown took off. He's like, all right. <laughs> so he's like, I didn't have to, you know, do any confrontation, but it looks like, you know, so it's like it's either going to have to fight or flight. And I have a feeling that some of these people are going to run into the wrong – people especially there was one guy who was actually gunned down in the states uh like it was a drive-by like the guy was in the creepy clown costume and the car pulled up and then you saw a gunfire and he hit the ground so i mean people just be safe don't be clowns don't you want to dress up like clowns for halloween and barlin bailey uh, they're not a sponsor, so I'm not too concerned with what I'm about to say, but uh, you want to be a clown this weekend? Go as Donald Trump or go as Hillary for crying out loud. <laughs> it's the two biggest clowns right now in America history. Um, you have anything else to that add to a creepy? That is a pretty
1: creepy clown. Um, actually, the both of them are fucking creepy clowns. Um, but it does look like they actually talked to a clown who said uh, that He's had people contact him offering $20 or $50 for him to put on his clown gear and pull a prank on someone to scare them. He said he's always refused those offers out of principle. But he also says, as a clown, I've never put my costume on for no reason and gone out at night to walk around in the street. I've never done that. We don't do that. Yeah, So it's not thing. the fucking normal clowns. It's motherfucking yeah. idiots who are like, oh, I'm going to be part of this shit. It's yeah, like, so no.
0: um, yeah, it's going to be a crazy, crazy day. For Halloween this year. Uh, which is funny, I think Matthew and I talked a little bit about it last week, but uh we have not seen any creepy clowns in the valley. So I guess it's either way too hot to wear uh. that outfit. And or we Arizona, just like uh most of the high schools these days, uh we have no we'd have no team spirit. <laughs> um, that's that's my assumption with Arizona these days. Um okay, but without further ado, we're gonna dive into our horror movie TV news. So without further ado, people. It's time for horror news. We have a couple of different stories tonight. Some of them are not really big or anything epic, but we figured we'd uh, talk about a few things. So, this is actually kind of interesting. We talked about it last week because we didn't know about the whole rights to Friday the 13th, but it looks like Friday the 13th locks down a location and a film date finally for the next installment or the reboot installment of Friday the 13th. Not really too sure. Uh, I guess. This is uh, from Start Talking About... Okay, so basically when the reboot happened back in 2009, they wanted to do another one, but it's just been held up because probably the movie did not do too well. Everything like that, but it looks like next... It uh, uh, looks like the movie is going to be start uh, filming, I believe, the date of... Uh, no, that's when it gets released, I believe. Release date is October 13th, 2017. So they just finally locked down a location, and... Uh, and a date. So the date, Oh, I thought date for filming. So it's actually the release date, I guess. Uh, good for them. They got October the 13th, 2017, but you guys really need to move on this and you really need to, um, not fuck it up, I guess. Cause I, I feel now I'm kind of more, I was excited and now I'm taken back by this. Cause I'm kind of like, eh, you guys got less than a fucking year to get this shit started now. Um, so well, they the already
1: have them. a script. They have a, it says they've confirmed a location, a potentially finalized script, and a time frame in which they'll be shooting the film. Um, There's also a possibility that it's going to be, like, a found footage type of Friday the 13th movie, but I'm not 100% on that. Mm. Um, But, uh, uh, yeah, but, sorry, it should be interesting. But, yeah, it doesn't look like they have too many details as of yet, but at least they know, like how long they're going to be shooting or they're going to try to shoot and then like where they're doing it. So that's plus at least.
0: Um, this is actually kind of cool. Not really too <clears throat> interesting. To run out. And I didn't actually not plan this when I grabbed show notes for this week, but uh, literally right after Friday the 13th, uh, Robert <laughs> uh, England uh, launches new site with tons of behind the scene Freddy shots. So basically throughout the years where he was working on different uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, uh, there was a couple of different uh, pictures he took, during the thing. and some of these are pretty cool. It just has like John Carpenter, you know, with him in the makeup, uh, him making a goofy face with one of his co-stars uh, uh, from, I think it was like the new Nightmare movie. Uh, so it's just, it's just actually kind of funny to see uh, Freddy in, a, and it's weird because it, it's, you know, it's an actor, you know, it's fake and everything like that, but you see these things, it's just, it's just kind of like how he is in the movie, anyways. Uh, besides the first one, because after that he kind of got a little nutty. Um, so I thought those were kind of interesting. So we'll definitely post this on the Facebook page. Uh, definitely check that out. He also dropped a little bit of a movie for, uh, Robert England, Freddy Krueger resurfaces for Halloween. So definitely check some of that cool stuff out. So, yeah, we'll definitely post this link. That's kind of a cool insight of just things that people do sometimes. Uh, this is actually kind of cool, speaking of the alien movies and stuff of it, which, by the way, I think uh, Michael Fassbender actually dropped the name of the next movie. It was actually going to be called by mistake. Uh, I don't know if it's by mistake or if that's what they always say. They're like, oops, somebody dropped the name. And it's all like, oops. well. Uh, but, of course, it's going to be called, uh, I believe it's called Alien uh, Covenant. So have uh, that, but Snapchat releases a- Alien Lens to celebrate the film's 30th anniversary. So you can actually get a face hugger now on your uh, little Snapchats when you send those to your friends and stuff like that.
1: And then your friends gonna be like, "Oh, good! I don't have to look at your face."
0: Or they'll be like, "I have no idea what this is," because <laughs> I do have people. I yeah, I, I you you probably I I'm I'm gonna just throw it out there. I think all the people listening to this just. <gasps> Yeah, there are some people out there who have no idea what a alien is. They have no idea. They're called Xenomorphs. They have no idea anything about the franchise. They don't know that actually started off as a cool little pretty much like horror film and then moved in this huge kind of action packed kind of series. I mean, James Cameron directed the second one and changed the entire like format of the movie, which is like it wasn't even in a bad way. It wasn't like, oh, I wish it was like the last one. Like, First one did its job, it's perfect, next one does its thing, so it's like, holy crap. Actually, speaking of Alien Mm. and aliens and stuff like that, I think November, I was going to see if I could find some shitty um, Thanksgiving movies and stuff like that, but maybe it's uh, time to finally just sit down and uh, look through the Alien franchise or whatnot, or maybe even watch the first one since it is the 30th anniversary. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. technically, the 30th anniversary of Aliens, uh, but uh, we should still watch all the films because they are fun and good. Um, I actually, I have to think of some films now for November because I know we're going to have to find some new Christmas films for December. Oh, i got to make a... Wh- okay, so this year, i got to prepare for an actual horror-themed Christmas. Um, but yeah, so that should be pretty cool. So, yeah, Snapchat, definitely check it out. Have fun. Send your... Face pictures to your face, or of like that. Uh, this was an interesting story. I have to. Um, apparently, uh, before, before um, ch- ch- uh, Brad uh, Doof- Dorif, Dorf, uh, before him, they actually had somebody voicing Chucky. Oh. Um. So of course, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, and then he came in and kind of took over, which doesn't doesn't surprise me. Yeah, It uh, doesn't surprise me, this kind of stuff does happen, because originally in the Batman animated series, it was supposed to be, um, instead of Mark Hamill as the Joker, it was actually supposed to be Tim Curry was supposed to be voicing the Joker, and then he actually left, and uh, Mark Hamill came in and redubbed some of those uh, voices, which is kind of interesting, maybe that's kind of a little bit why his voice kind of could do that uh, almost Pennywise kind of drop with the Joker's voice, I'm curious if that's how he was doing his uh, Joker, uh, Tim Curry. Uh, a little bit of Pennywise in that. Uh, also, it reminds me of uh, Alec Baldwin actually took over. I mean, the sh- show was very short-lived, but it was Clerks, the cartoon show. And Alec Baldwin actually took over for um, – oh, shit, his name is going to escape me and I feel so bad for it. Alan Rickman was actually supposed <laughs> to be uh, the uh, character in that show and he was because it was literally based off of Hans Gruber from Die Hard and they were all like yeah Uh, yeah. he's like no I played that role I don't want to do it again Mr. Potter Mm -hmm. and then uh, Kevin Smith was like okay so they actually brought in Alec Baldwin to play uh, Leonardo Leonardo which I was always hoping if Alec Baldwin was kind of really like I know he won't do it because it's under his pay grade and everything like that, but if he just wanted to be an awesome person would to show up in, like, Clerks 3 as Leonardo Leonardo so we can reference the cartoon show or something like that. Oh, sorry, that would i sorry. Cool. I went off into a completely different thing, but it was also cool. He said, it's almost impossible to imagine a world without uh, him crackling at the top of his lungs in a chucky inebriated state. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just funny how some of that stuff, like, they pick somebody and then they have to choose somebody else and it, you know, it works for them or whatnot. Oh, and
1: just a little side note, Brad Doriff is more Tongue from Lord of the Rings. So, because that really tripped me out the first time I saw it. I was like, holy crap, that's Wormtongue with eyebrows.
0: And I didn't even recognize it, even though I've seen like the Child Plays franchise, I don't know how many times. <laughs> uh, and it didn't occur to me that when I saw Lord of the Rings, the two towers, that it was the same person. So kudos to him. Like, um, it's kind of cool yeah, to see how people. He's a good
1: actor. People franchise over
0: this. This actually caught my attention because I thought this was very interesting. Uh, this was going to tie into the movie we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I found another sh- uh, note, uh, uh, another piece of information for note uh, horror news and everything like that uh, I f- I put that below this so it doesn't really do my cool segue. But um, next Josh Whedon movie is going to be a World War II horror film
1: that'll be cool
0: so yeah uh, why i bring him up is of course he did direct i believe cabin in the woods or had some executive thing on it i could be completely wrong i don't know i've only seen the movie twice so uh, but it's a great movie which we'll dive into so i'm uh, actually very curious what to see this is going to be is it going to be you know the typical is it going to be zombies is it going to be uh maybe vampires or something but it would be a very interesting especially if you're doing it in like a really dark area of like germany where uh the story takes place So i mean like so much you can do with this and i don't know know if there's ever been a world war ii horror film of this magnitude i'm pretty sure there's been some maybe netflix movies made, maybe some sci-fi you know made for sci-fi tv and everything like that but this this uh when i saw this i was like yes
1: yeah that sounds really cool i totally watched that um but yeah it looks like he was the writer or one of the writers on uh cabin in the woods okay
0: so yeah so uh, and we we're going to talk about how great that movie is um so, yeah, the, so that was pretty, pretty freaking cool that I heard that news. Now, this one I yeah. figure is right up your alley because uh, we were just talking about your favorite, you know, serial killer not too long ago in mm-hmm. H- H.H. Holmes. Now, I know we've heard about this uh, a long time that he was interested in playing or he was going to play. So it looks like, yes, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, set to play the America's first serial killer, at H.H. Holmes. Uh, now, before we dive into this thing, uh, I'll pretty much, Anna, yeah. you'll probably give us a little bit about H.H. Holmes because, uh, you know, a little bit. I should say a little bit. You probably know more about it than a lot of uh, different people do. But uh, interesting side note, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has been in a horror film. His actual first film was in 1991, Critters 3.
1: Oh, I didn't know he was in Critters yeah. 3. I know he was in Shutter Island, which is sort of like a suspense uh, horror, Shutter. like sort of a mashup between horror and suspense and drama.
0: It It is... Um psychological it's thriller, a psycho yeah. yeah it's a psychological thriller. I will I will throw I'll probably be the first person to say this. Um previews looked fantastic. Saw the movie. Uh I figured it out before you got off the boat.
1: Oh damn. <laughs> that was fast.
0: It was really fast. And then I had to slowly sit there and kind of hope that that wasn't the case. Uh, I'm not going to spoil Shadow Island in case anyone hasn't seen it, because if 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 your brain doesn't work like mine and you can actually enjoy things in your life and not <laughs> be like yeah, damn it, uh, and ruin <laughs> everything for you, um, I say definitely check it out. Uh, you'll you'll really enjoy it. It has a you know good twist and everything like that. Um, if you're like me, and I don't know how many people are, because I'm very rare. I'm like a rare Pokemon, um, and useless. So I'm kind of like uh, you're like Mewtwo. Um, mm, I I said rare Pokemon but useless, and you went to Mewtwo. Okay, and Anna, Anna, Anna does not know um Pokemon. No. Uh, I know
1: Pikachu and Mewtwo, and that's about it. And the the, the brown thing. I, I'm gonna say
0: uh I'm about as rare and useless <laughs> as a Slowpoke Um
1: No, I don't know what that means. Exactly.
0: So um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Anna, yeah, fill us in a little bit of uh H. H. Holmes. Alright. Fantastic. So
1: okay. Um off the top of my head, what I can remember about him. Um, essentially, he was very, very good at uh, deceiving. He was very, very good at fraud. He, had, he borrowed a lot of money from a lot of lenders, and he was always able to get out of it. Um, quick synopsis, he married about three or four times. Um, uh, he married this one woman who owned a drugstore. It was like a corner drugstore, and he I, I think she was widowed. Um and so he ended up seducing her and marrying her and he was like a he was kind of young looking, he was very like soft spoken, very like gentlemanly, which is why I think that Leonardo DiCaprio is going to do a really good job on this because even in uh Django Unchained, just like whenever he played just the Southern gentleman, like he was so spot on with that. I think that Leonardo can actually pull this off. So I'm hoping he can do it, but um if you've ever heard of I can't remember, I think it's called like the, oh man,
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking
1: so... on the name of the book, it's...
0: Uh... Oh, The uh, the Devil in the White City?
1: Yeah, Devil in the White City, there we go, which actually is a very interesting book because it, at the same time as it's ta- talking about H.H. H. Holmes, it actually talks about like architecture and the World Fair. Yeah,
0: actually I'm I'm looking at a picture they put on the, the site that I got this from, iHor. Um, it looks like they have a little bit of a layout of what the what the home looked like and some stuff in the book, but then someone actually made like kind of like a three D rendition of it, like art style. And it's a very intricate looking house. So I'll definitely be posting this on the um Facebook page, of course, with the show notes up and everything like that.
1: Yeah, so we're I'm just gonna talk about the house for a bit because yeah, go his ahead. house was ridiculous 'cause well, technically he called it his castle mm. because it took off it took up like almost an entire block. And it was literally just like Rooms that were, some rooms were literally just dedicated to murder. Like, it was, like, rooms that were soundproof. There were ones that had, like, gas that would go into it. There were other ones that had chutes that would drop down into the basement. There was, like, a soundproof room down in the basement that he could, uh, just, like, watch them either suffocate or, you know, just die of starvation. He had vats of acid. He had, like, places that he could cremate people, um... He even had stairways that would just, like, drop off into nowhere. Uh, Like, it was just really screwed up stuff. And I think he might have even, I'm not 100% sure on this, but he might have even had, like, a couple one-way mirrors or something so he could watch people die or, like, listen to them die. Like, it was just really screwed up. Um, But the most interesting thing about it, I thought, was the fact that he hired about... 20 to 30 different contractors just to work on his house so then nobody actually knew everything about it and he would have like these weird like secret passageways and like nooks and crannies everywhere so he was literally the only person who actually knew his way around it
0: um yeah it's really just it's just kind of crazy and it's really kind of weird because i'm looking at something that looks like they had a barber shop there was like a general store there was like little things inside this actual building um, yeah he
1: had a general store, and that's how he would find like the young woman that he would talk to. like they would come in for the world for the Chicago World Fair. he would kind of like talk to them, get to know them, invite them to stay there for you know ridiculously cheap, and then kill them.
0: So now, uh do you know when he was finally caught or how he was caught or
1: if I remember correctly, he was caught because uh, this woman came with her child. And stayed there um, and she was married and he killed the daughter and the mother and the husband came and looked for him. And so he ended up finally getting caught because he basically was just careless and didn't realize that there were there was a like a, a family member that was looking for them. Oh, so,
0: hosted on your own batard. Yeah. Um, that's I, I mean, it's, and I believe
1: he was hanged.
0: So, yeah, it's always so weird where, um, when like how like the serial killers get caught, like they do so many things and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, either
1: they let someone get away. Well, it's not even so much. They let someone
0: get away. Like, I don't think they ever plan on. They let someone get away. I think the person gets away. Like they were, again, they get cocky or careless, but it's always like, it always like laughs to me. Like, uh, BTK. Uh, he got caught because he was using the church computer, and then someone was able to trace, like, the disc back that he used to send, like, whatever he was sending, like, for me. Like, hey, I'm coming back kind of thing.
1: Who's BTK?
0: BTK, Bound, Torture, Kill. Uh, no, uh, we'll have to bring him up. He actually uh, haunted, like, uh, not haunted, but uh, terrorized, I should say, uh... Uh, maybe the upper west coast for almost a couple of two decades i think oh um cool. uh we'll pull him up at the show because i don't want to dive into it now but that the, it's uh, maybe somebody you can research and bring up on your uh, segment for serial killers or something like that yeah. um Uh. but yeah i know a little bit about him because uh that was a, that was a shock that when that came out um but yeah if anybody knows what i'm talking about btk so um all that good stuff but yeah so that'll wrap up pretty much our horror movie news um, and, of course, we're going to dive into Cabin in the Woods, like we usually do. Before we jump into the show, I'll read you the little synopsis of what the movie is about. Then we'll go ahead and talk about the, the movie, uh, talk about what the um – what's it called, what the uh, IMDB rated it, and we'll talk about Rotten Tomatoes, what they rated it, and then we'll just give our ratings. Uh, Anna, since you picked out the movie, yes. uh, you enjoy this movie, so that I'm going to let you choose the 5 out of 5 rating system this week. I figure this should be a new thing where I should probably switch off every week um, with what we pick. So, Anna, without before we dive into everything, that uh, what is going to be our rating systems, and then we'll dive into everything. Hmm. Or do you want to wait till the end to come up with your rating system?
1: I say wait till the end.
0: We can do that. Okay, so without further ado, Cabin in the Woods, I'll give you the little synopsis that is on IMDb. Five friends go for a break at a remote cabin in the woods, where they get more than they bargained for. Together, they must discover the truth behind the cabin in the woods. That's actually a pretty good um, synopsis. Yeah. I hate when it's just like, doll, does, stinks, <laughs> blah. <laughs> they literally wrote blah. This was weird. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> if you guys have not watched Cabin in the Woods, I know last year or at least two years ago, it was on Netflix. Uh, you can actually download it on Amazon Prime for about two ninety nine, or if you own it, go ahead and watch it. If you have not seen Cabin in the Woods and you do want to check it out, I highly recommend shut this podcast off now because uh, it is one of those movies that you can watch over and over again. But if you've never seen it and you watch it for the first time,
1: this is gonna spoil the hell out
0: of it. Yeah, we're gonna spoil the hell out of it. I don't want to ruin to that because it is a really good. It's a, it's basically a. It's it's, this is probably one of the best movies that's come out within the last couple of years that really made me go like, oh, like, whoa, like, cool, like, it good twist. One of twist. the few
1: movies that you actually didn't – Like, it was just a – un- yeah, it was
0: just like a unique storyline. Like, I, yeah. it, it, like, it had a purpose kind of thing. Um, now, this movie, right off the bat, it is uh, it is basically a dark comedy. They have a lot of great people in it. Of course, I believe this is before Chris Hemsworth blew up. Yeah, um,
1: it was right before he blew um, up.
0: It was written a little bit by, like we talked before, uh, Josh Whedon. Uh, so that's kind of cool. So it would be kind of cool to see his take on that one movie we were just talking about. So um, let's talk about the movie. So, Anna, you take over because you picked the movie. And talk about what you liked, what you didn't like, and or just some parts that you enjoyed.
1: Um, well, There's so much that I enjoyed about it. Um, I think one of my favorite things was just the bong. Like, just yes. the freaking coffee mug bong was literally the most amazing thing I had ever seen. I The first time I watched that movie, my jaw just dropped. I was like, that is freaking amazing. I um, saw that,
0: thought it was hilarious, and then I became a um, <clears throat> pot smoker, and now I want one. So it's amazing <laughs> what movies can do.
1: I'm actually I'm really curious to know if they can sell if they actually sell it on Amazon. They probably do somewhere. It's probably I don't know if they can but... it's, I don't know if they can
0: sell it on Amazon. You probably have to go to like to a uh, a smoke shop. I didn't uh, air quotes there. Yeah, probably. Um, point. But yeah, it uh, could be
1: like tobacco.
0: <laughs> yeah, a tobacco industry yeah. but if you guys Quote, don't know unquote, whatever, tobacco pipe yeah um but yeah it's uh that's that was pretty funny that movie or um, that part of the movie yeah, yeah so like i said it does have a blend of uh horror and comedy actually before you dive into more I'll, I'll set up a little more so basically you got your typical you know you got your blonde chick you got your virgin they're calling her in the movie you have your jock you have the brain and then you have i guess the goof or the jester of some sort yeah just uh, your the, comic relief the, yeah. uh which all play a factor into this movie which i actually thought was a clever idea yeah um, i thought they
1: did a fantastic job especially because like it, the movie makes fun of itself so much but at the same time like it actually has like a lot of depth to it because usually does because like if you think about it like the girl who dyed her hair blonde like she was actually like brilliant she was pre med, yeah and like her jock boyfriend quote-unquote like he was going to school on like an actual like scholarship like a um uh, 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 uh can't remember the word oh right.
0: was it like a um but
1: it wasn't like a sports scholarship it, it was like was... a
0: philosopher or a
1: oh he was a sociology sociologist sociologist manager yeah. was it um, and then, like, the girl, like, the, the quote-unquote virgin was, like, brilliant. And then the one guy was, like, the, the egghead was, like, new Latin. Yeah. And all this kind of, like, it was just really, really funny because, like, almost all the time, like, these people are just so stupid. And they make such dumb decisions. And you're like, why are they doing it in this is a horror movie? And, like, at this in this horror movie, the majority of the time they don't make stupid decisions. But when they do, it's literally because they're being triggered to do it by those guys.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, speaking back to the guys, so the two comic reliefs, the one guy was on the West Wing, really hilarious, and his partner. And so in the very beginning, it looks like they're walking through the facility. They're talking about stuff. So you get this idea that this whole thing is being run by, and it looks like uh, in the background, of course, if you've seen the movie, there's like all these other countries that are involved with this thing. And it's all like, you know, Russia has failed. Baghdad has failed. Like all these places have failed. And it's up to America and China at this point. Japan. Japan. And you're sitting there going like, oh, okay, what is going on? Like it kind of pulls you in. Then they all kind of take this, uh, like a pool of how they're gonna die. And they have like all these different options. You're kind of like, okay, what is going on? And as the movie keeps unfolding, you start learning about these these companies that like basically there is... the world was a, a much worse twenty years ago. I guess they're saying. Um, uh,
1: I think they're saying like hundreds of years. Well, oh, hundreds of years
0: ago. I'm not sure. I, I forget. Oh well. Well, Anna, I like how Anna knows the movie but doesn't want to talk. <laughs> um, well, you
1: started talking, so I, uh, I let
0: you go. Anyway, so um, yeah, hundred something years or whatnot, and you're like okay, well, what the hell happened? And it's like, then they start getting the, like, well, we got these creatures from below and everything like that. And you're like, oh, okay. So the story starts to unfold like your typical teen movie, basically. But like you were saying, which I really liked, it was like everything that these people did, they thought was of their own will. But then you find out it's like she dyed her hair, but there's this chemical in there that makes her dumb. Yeah. To be the dumb blonde. Even though she's
1: brilliant, it kind of has like these things to like kind of suppress your brilliance, suppress your your ability to question things, Uh, which actually I thought was the most one of the most amazing things that they did in that movie was literally like uh, one of the issues that they had with the the pothead was that he had started smoking like he was smoking a certain strain of weed or his own weed that was causing him to be immune to their. Uh, the stuff that they were putting into the air yes. and the chemicals and stuff. And I was like sitting there thinking only a pothead would just have like random stashes all over the place that nobody freaking knows about, but him like,
0: yeah, that was right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he started like, so yeah. So basically the shaggy of the group, that's how I'm going to yeah. pretty much put everything together. The shaggy of the group. Yeah. He's the one that like, he starts smoking weed. So uh, it works for me so I can win and in, in horror <laughs> films. Um, But yeah, it, it was just kind of funny where he's like, it's like, he's getting paranoid and like a normal person hearing that, like everybody else, you'd be like, "Yeah, this guy's fucking nuts." But with everything that was going around, you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the stoner. Where are we going? We're going to we're going in the woods. Let's go. Yeah. There's a hatch, sure, why not?" But any other given day, you'd be like, "No, we're gonna stay here. Yeah, you go,
1: you go do, we'll do your thing. Fun. We'll be, we'll be stay like, man, on here. like there's a cheeseburger man in the woods." <laughs> Oh yeah, that was a great line. Whenever he he literally shows up smoking the bong in his car, he goes into the RV and the first thing out of his mouth is, "Hey, do you have any
0: food? Yeah, do you have any food?" Uh, which yeah, I, just I love food. Um, but yeah, no. So I mean, so many good parts in it. What I really really enjoyed about this movie when shit hits the oh. fan, and uh, well, I I want to touch upon the one thing that I thought was a cool idea, but. When they finally get into the facility and you get to see all these different monsters and creatures and stuff like that as they go through this elevator, I just – I thought some of the stuff was just awesome.
1: Yeah, so I have two questions for you. First question, what was your favorite monster of the movie? Because they had the guy with razors in his head, they had the ghost thing. Yeah, the that was the the guy with the
0: razors in his head, which I'll touch upon. He was supposed to be basically like a like a almost like a pinhead, like a pinhead, which was kind of cool. Uh, they had a few a couple of things. That was actually like the very beginning of the movie. They go down to the uh the basement, and there's all this stuff down there. All the stuff you see, people start gravitating to different things. They start talking about these these items and you start figuring out the cursor so basically whatever item they chose that would be the thing that it would have to kill them but and they the thing, always have to do everything voluntarily. yeah they have to do everything voluntarily like get into the mix with everything so it was kind of cool to see all these different things it's kind of interesting the route that they went with the cabin in the woods like what could have killed them and stuff like that which you, you get to see a bunch of these monsters um honestly i think the funny uh well it's my favorite just because i like the character and I, it's kind of it's like a it's like a almost like a poetic like justice justice death thing uh the guy wants to see the merman yeah and then he finally gets to see the merman i thought that was a really cool key- creature design i don't know i'm trying to think what was a cool okay that a lot I'll put of zombies. It in a different
1: yeah i'll put it in a different light then so what do you think was like sort of the coolest one and so i guess the merman one and yeah. then what do you think was the most disturbing one because they did have like the giant snake, they had the killer unicorn, they had that weird ghost that was like screaming and like banging on the wall. Yeah, they, they also had that had... weird
0: robot machine. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know if anyone, any of them freaked me out. I think, I think the one is surprised. Not necessarily
1: freaked you out, but just sort of like creepy. Well, I was just
0: gonna say what kind of surprised me is probably the better way to put it. The ballerina. Yes. The ballerina, there's this little like girl kinda ballerina, and like right off the bat she's like staring at the at the different wall and she starts to turn around. Now in my head I'm thinking, okay, she's gonna be dead, she's gonna have a creepy smile, she's gonna have a you know something like that. I did not expect her to just be an entire mouth with sharp teeth. With like four
1: layers of teeth and you're just oh yeah, that
0: Yeah, I did not expect that. I was like, Oh shit. That was
1: my creepiest one. My favorite one, even though he's like not necessarily really that creepy, but it's still for some reason it's just my favorite one. It's just like the the razor-headed guy uh, okay. with the, 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 the kind of like the puzzle bo- box, yeah, yeah. the, the puzzle, puzzle ball, yeah. So the pokeball that, that, yeah, yeah, that was yeah 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 he's got a pokeball and well, Pikachu a, comes, hey, pops out and kills everyone. No, uh, see
0: it actually makes more sense because if you go with the puzzle box and if somebody unlocks it, then they get transferred to hell and then they get tortured and all that kind of stuff. So him having a pokeball, he's got to catch them all. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Driving him down to hell. Um, um, but
1: yeah, I was just going to say, um, I actually realized like my favorite line in the movie was whenever this guy, the uh, security guard is talking to the chick and he goes, this looks, these things look like something out of a nightmare. And she goes, no, this is what nightmares come from. I just thought that was like such a creepy, like twist to put on it. Just such a creepy way to put it.
0: But, so yeah, but a uh, really cool idea. Like basically every time someone dies, you see them pull this lever and then you start to realize like these facilities have been set up because I guess every, uh, was it a year? Uh, every, I think it's
1: once a year. Once think. a year,
0: they basically have to give five, four or five sacrifices depending on how things work out in whatever the culture they kind of believed in. Because in uh, Japan, it was a bunch of schoolgirls being terrorized by this ghost uh but it, but in in America it would had to be these five teenagers or like you know college kids kind of thing. And it was different, like I said before, like it was interesting because it was like, you know, the jock, the, the the blonde, the, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then it's like the virgin was optional.
1: Yeah, which I thought was an interesting thing where it literally was like with the jock, it was the, the athlete. Mm-hmm. And then the stoner guy was the, the fool. Yeah. And then obviously the girl was the virgin. Then they had the egghead who was the, the scholar. And then they had the whore. Which is the blonde chick? Yeah. So even though she wasn't technically a whore, they still like that was a great line. Whenever Sigourney Weaver's like, "And the virgin," and the girl gives her a look, and she goes, "We work with what we get." What we get.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just kind of interesting how the. And again, yeah, of course, at the end of the movie, Sigourney Weaver shows up, Amazing uh, which woman. was just like, okay, cool. Like, so really well done movie, really enjoyable, really fun, uh, different, unique. I did not expect it to be what it was. Yeah. because um, it has like, is there like, oh, four, five kids go out into the cabin, they're gonna get killed, but then it has this whole other (coughs) like side to it that's kind of interesting so uh before we give our ratings i will read off the ratings that uh imdb gave they gave it a 7.0 rotten tomatoes gave it now this is a surprise Okay. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 92%. Audience gave it a 73%. Huh. Uh, so, and actually, so that means Cabin in the Woods um, beat out Lights Out, which is sitting at a 77%, which actually was a, people said was a really good movie as well. So it's kind of interesting how... Um,
1: how Rotten Tomatoes kind of rates that.
0: Yeah, it's very weird how they go
1: yeah. with
0: certain things and stuff like that. So Anna... What are you going to give this, and what's your uh, five out of five selection this year?
1: I actually decided to go with uh, one-way mirrors Uh. because that was kind of the trigger of it all uh so out of one out of five one-way mirrors i would say actually i would give this one a five out of five i think it's one of my favorite horror movies five out of
0: five one-way mirror which people have actually seen the movie will get that reference other people <laughs> haven't seen the movie and still listening to this why are you spoiling for yourself because uh, you can listen to better reviews than this right. um or listen to better podcasts we than didn't this.
1: even bring up the fact that there's ancient ones
0: yeah, the ancient one, well, you know, we, we do our things differently <laughs> and stuff. That's true. Uh, okay, you went with that. It's a good thing I didn't pick the rating system because I would have gone with, you know, uh, bong, cup bongs or Yeah, that was the bongs. other thought. That's more up my alley. But, yeah, so out of uh, Two Way Mirrors, I think I gave this a 4.5. Uh, it's a great movie, fun and stuff like that, but I, I don't think it's like a masterpiece of horror or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I still give it a pretty high rating. Um I
1: definitely give it like Five out of five for originality because that was definitely like watching it for the first time. Even after seeing like the the previews and stuff, I still had no idea what was coming. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. I mean that that was a really good because that was the thing. The thing intrigued me. the 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 preview when those were getting released. Um, and intrigued me just because they're like, ah, cabin in the woods. But then it starts showing like this weird facility, and I'm like, okay, is this like a like right off the bat? I had no idea where the story was gonna go. To me, I'm like, is this like a testing facility? Is this real? Is this fake? Is this like a yeah. you know, reality? TV thing so very interesting movie. So um highly recommend if you haven't seen it um and all that good jazz. But I think I think that's gonna wrap up this episode of Not another Be horror unless you have anything else you would like to add to the movie or anything you wanna any Easter eggs you knew of or whatnot?
1: Um not off the top of my head, no uh um. but
0: before we do wrap up this uh episode of not another B horrorcast uh Westworld if you haven't been watching it watch it it yes. is so good season uh not season episode 4 dropped last week episode 5 will be dropping this week and already i was just like i want more i want to know where this is going and things are just like holy crap
1: oh that was the other thing so westworld gave me idea actually gave me an idea actually with uh um cabin in the woods mm-hmm. like i just want to go back like a couple years before all of like the shit hit the fan and see like the other facilities cuz like i know oh, that they said right. that the i know that they said that the 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 main theme of all of them was youth but i want to know like what <laughs> Kind yeah, of...
0: like, what happened in, like, England, Russia, Scotland, like, all yeah, those like... other places they had. Um Yeah, that would actually, see, if you're going to do a sequel, mm-hmm. that would be the way to do it. Because yeah. I don't know how you could do a sequel, how the movie ends. <laughs> right. But, yeah, that would be a cool sequel, like, to pick another, like, uh facility, facility and see, like, how things went down there. Um But I, I would just say, but that's the problem. If As soon as you do a sequel, then you're going to have to do a third one, and it becomes, like, a huge thing. Well, I was going to
1: say, like, you could just turn it
0: into, like, a, a show. A show. Cabin in the Woods television. Oh, that and just might
1: work. do like every season, do a different facility. Oh, uh, kind of
0: like uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, hmm. that'd be interesting. That would be interesting.
1: And I mean, it would be sort of like American Horror Story, but sort of not because it's the still. Would it just same? be everything?
0: Like, so the first season is Cabin in the Woods. Second season is uh, School in the Woods. Third season is. <sighs> using park in the woods. Uh, you just have to keep putting woods. In <laughs> you somewhere.
1: wouldn't have to necessarily put well, woods, you, but yeah. I mean, just kind of like have like a common thing of like, or maybe even just be like, you know, Moscow facility or something like that. Or just, like, something to kind of, like, reference back to the other ones, so. That
0: might be a good idea. I could I could definitely see that. That's the only way I could see it either working as a television show or a sequel, uh, technically yeah. prequel kind of thing. But, yeah, which is funny because I'm usually, I don't advocate those. I really do hate when you do a sequel to something and then your third movie is a prequel. I'm like, just call it something fucking else. It's in the series called Something Fucking Else. Don't put yeah. three because it doesn't make any fucking sense. And I hate when video games... Games do that too. You know, a video game that didn't do that. Prime example. You got Gears of War one, Gears of War two, Gears of War three. Their fourth one was called Gears of War Judgment. They didn't put <laughs> a number in there. They didn't say anything like that, and they're like, it's a prequel. It takes before everything like that. So it doesn't so fucking why would confuse call it you. if it's a freaking prequel, four just came out. So. Shut your ballsack, people, and everything like that. Um, another mo- uh, another show I want to bring up is uh, it's, it's like it's it's back. I'm happy I've seen three episodes. Got to follow, fi- finish the final three, which I gotta hopefully do before oh, yeah. socially awkward. But Black Mirror is back on Netflix. If you have not seen Black Mirror. Uh, it is like a updated uh electronic internet um social media version of the Twilight Zone um Every episode is its own story arc um they don 't really they do connect but not like how you think like you notice certain technologies are in the same uh episodes of certain things but these are just great uh season uh, yeah three just started it's all on what's exclusive set of three episodes like they usually gave us they gave us six for this season i've watched three of them uh first one kind of gets you back into it i'm not going to spoil anything because i don't want to ruin if things want to people want to see it second episode is super freaking solid and then the third episode left me with what the fuck so, I'm curious what the next three episodes have in store. Eric actually recommended that he thinks uh, out of the six episodes, there are like five really good episodes and one like oh good episode, but not like amazing not like episodes. Mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, mind blowing. Like, he's like, there's one that's just like, huh, so I'm going to figure out which one that one is because I've only seen three. Highly recommended on. Um, on Netflix right now. All of them are streaming on Netflix, so go ahead, check it out. Um, fantastic show.
1: And let us know what you think. And if you have any creepy paranormal stories, or if you want to weigh in on what you thought of Cabin in the Woods, if you think that my rating system is crap, if you just want to tell everyone, tell us that, you know, you love Steve's great hair, uh, just hit us up on at uh, Cast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at bhorrorcast. You can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com Com slash horrorcast Are we not another B-Horrorcast on Facebook, or are we just B-Horrorcast on Facebook? I we we're are. Bee. We're not
0: another B-Horrorcast on Facebook. Okay.
1: But yeah, hit us up, people, and say hi. Tell us your story. We don't have to read your name if you don't want us to talk or to say your name on the show. So... Yeah.
0: Yeah. So go ahead and hit us up and all that good jazz. And I guess that's gonna wrap up this episode of Another B Horrorcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at B Horrorcast, also on Instagram. Like Anna said, our Facebook page and all that stuff. We'll have the details coming to you soon for our contest. Uh, adding all that good stuff. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to be watching next week, but it is, uh, this is our Halloween episode, so spooky. Uh, I want to make sure everybody has a nice, safe, and happy Halloween. Uh, I know it's on a Monday, so that's kind of a drag, but if you are going out partying this weekend, just be safe, just be cool, and just be res- fucking respectful. Don't be a dick. Holiday and don't season. be a
1: killer clown, you assholes. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: so uh, like we said, follow us, all this great stuff, and I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast, so until next time... Carpe